Welcome to Garbage and Gold, the podcast that is nobly neurotic, nominally nitpicky, and naturally nifty. I'm Lisa. And I am Lindsay. Each week, we pick the worst and the best of a certain topic and present our ideas for each other and for you listeners. Then, you all have the ability to weigh in on who you agree with more and share your picks with us. We will give you more information about how you can do that at the end of the show. But before we dive into our topic for this week's episode, let's hit the recap and poll results from last week's episode. So, Lisa, the poll results are in for our McDonald's Foods episode. Yeah. Are you stressed? Yeah! You look a little stressed. I'm soup stressed, Lindsay. Yeah! <laughs> it's been a rough I will start say, for me this year. It, January has not been your friend. No! Um, this, was a, this was a high engagement it was. episode. People have strong feelings about McDonald's food. It made me now, super happy to see everybody's thoughts and feelings. I will say, and <laughs> I'm not accusing you of anything, but we did have... A few brand new commenters and voters who just happened to vote for you. And so I'm not saying that your fake Twitters have started coming through to vote for you. But I'm not, I'm sorry. not saying are it, we, Lisa. Are we not supposed to use alt accounts to vote for ourselves? I don't think that that was ever in the rules, Lindsay. <laughs> I mean, we never spelled it out, but... You can close down all your oh extra Twitter accounts. And I can stop barely voting. manage to have mine and post on garbage and golds, honestly. <laughs> like I can barely manage to have two semi active so ones. How do people have how do people have all the like finstas? I don't understand. I have no Though idea. Though I did have I was listening to another podcast today or this week and they were talking about like I have a finsta so that if I accidentally like something and I was like, Oh my gosh, that's happening to me all the time, I need a mm. finsta. <laughs> Let's see if you want anything today. Ah, so anxious. <laughs> I'm so sweaty. Okay. In the garbage showdown of my garbage, the filet o fish. I can't even look at you. I'm just listening. <laughs> and your garbage of the sausage egg McMuffin. Mm -hmm. I do win. Yeah. Filet o fish mm -hmm. is just real rough. Yeah. I will. I will uh, get not to according my to. On that, though, but anyway. Okay. I was going to say, not. It's not. It's it's the preferred fish of or the preferred sandwich of one of our staff members. So, <laughs> yes, in our gold showdown mm -hmm. between my gold of the fries and your gold of the fountain drinks, I'm literally covering my eyeballs because I can't handle it. <laughs> I know, I do win. No, God, dang it! Oh, okay, God. I'm just kidding. You won. <laughs> For those of you listening with uh, your headphones or your, ear or your AirPods in, <laughs> I'm very sorry for Lisa's shrieking. I even leaned I mean, away from the microphone. You should be used to it. <laughs> you should be used to it at this point. But you do you do win <gasps> barely. But congratulations, your first win of 2020. Feels really good. Feels really good. Science. Science. Science, science. Okay. Woo, now that I can breathe again. Um, yeah. So the interesting thing about the filet of fish is that... And, and my garbage, too, I think, but more specifically the filet of fish. People are, like, really diehard about it. People are super yeah. into the filet of fish. And, like, people would, like, I got a message from a couple different listeners that were like, oh, yeah, my mom loves filet of fish or whatever. And I'm just like, mm, okay. It's like a very yeah. beloved fast food fish sandwich. 
It, it's it's very polarizing. Yes, it absolutely. You either is. love it or you hate it. No one's like, oh, it's fine. Yes, it, yes, I would say that that mm-hmm. is accurate. Yes, so okay. yes, <sighs> yes, wow. okay. Lisa. Do you have some listener comments you would like to share? I do. I do. I do. So my first couple Can you come down off this high? I don't know. I'm I'm trying. I'm really trying. My heart rate (laughs) is probably like 112 right now. So um, my first two comments are from Instagram. The first is for uh, show illustrator Cole, who left this very lengthy, (laughs) I think a couple lengthy comments, which made me really happy. But also because he was like, I know you guys are going to pick filet of fish I know it. And then of course we did and then anyway so he goes yeah. into this big diatribe about how filet of fish is great whatever we love you cole enjoy your crappy sandwich it's fine um but then he said his gold is the barbecue sauce and i thought that was also a good one because people do really seem to like mcdonald's sauces so that was a good deep cut for mm. him uh also yes. it's been a minute but uh i was called a monster again this week by jake perusic on instagram so that was fun <laughs> for liking it sure was <laughs> thinking that the egg mcmuffin is trash because the mcmuffin is trash but that's fine mm-hmm. got got back in that game again great um yep. and then on twitter fred rush said that he thinks the burger king fries are the best too like you so i, I that's right i have never heard anybody say that before you and then oh he gosh. said that also so okay you guys can enjoy some bk fries together and how great they are so yeah. we will yeah. So and that we'll I mean there that. was a lot of comments this week, so it was It was it was a good hard, social media week for yeah, us. Hard to trim it yeah. down. But anyway, what about you? Yeah. What are your uh what are your um, I just have one. It was all good, but the one that rose to the top was the Albros on Instagram that said, and I quote, <laughs> fast food fish equals fast acting diarrhea. And that should be the slogan <laughs> for filet of fish. I don't know how who we submit that to at McDonald's, but we should make that happen. Yeah, and your don't, breath. Don't Imagine what your breath fish. smells like after you have a filet of fish. Oof. Sadness. It probably <laughs> smells like sadness. Sadness and gray. Yeah. <laughs> and a little, a little hint of tartar. Just a little, right. a little whiff of tartar. <laughs> just, just, just a touch. <laughs> like the cherry on top. It's so gross. Oh my god. Are we done with listener comments? <laughs> we are done with listener comments. I think we should head I think we should move on to the show. Oh, let's do that. Lindsay, this week yeah. you have done the research for our topic, which makes me so very happy because I love when you do research. And it's something that you are very, um, I would say, passionate about and something that you enjoy mm. very much. And that is reality TV shows. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. I am. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings. Gotta Great. Work them. Yes. <laughs> On microphone. That's the way to do it, right? That's podcasting. That you is. Just work through all your feelings. Yes. Um, yes. I, I do have a slight passion for reality shows. I think I love to hate them. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. In in a way that that feels just really on brand for me. Yes. But I will tell you, the research is very stressful. I don't know how you do this every <laughs> week because I'm like, it, it's hard. It's yeah. hard work. Yeah. And trying to find, I think what it is is to try to find quality sources. So, oh yeah, in my yeah. search for quality sources from Wikipedia.com. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know your struggles. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. 
Um, but I do have research about reality television. Would you like to hear some, I some facts? I would love to hear some facts about reality television. Oh, good. Reality television is a genre of television programming that documents supposedly unscripted real-life situations, mm-hmm. often starring unknown individuals rather than professional actors. Mm-hmm. Reality TV, while it has been around for a long time, really became popular in the late 90s and the early 2000s with the global successes of three very important shows. Do you have a guess on what any of those shows might be? Oh, boy. Tell me the year again. Early 2000s. Uh, Survivor? Mm-hmm. Big Brother... American Idol? Yes. Yay! Oh my goodness. Woo! Woo woo. Woof. Nailed that pop Someone quiz. is Thank good you. at these pop quizzes. <laughs> Reality television shows tend to be interspersed, especially with confessionals, where there are short interview segments with the different participants in the show, giving you more information on what has been going on in uh, during the events that are on camera. So competition-based reality shows, which is what we will specifically be focusing on today, typically feature gradual elimination of participants, either by a panel of judges or by the viewership of the show. So um, reality TV is, there are some things that could be in the reality TV genre, but they are not usually put in. So things like documentaries, television Mm -hmm. news, sports TV, talk shows, and traditional game shows are not considered reality TV shows. Right. Um, And really the first reality show was um, first aired in 1948 and it was Candid Camera. In which unsuspecting people were confronted with funny or unusual situations Uh and filmed with hidden cameras. Uh So shows in the 90s that were popular um, included reality shows like The Real World on MTV. Uh But really, it was the premiere of Survivor in 2000 or 2001 that kind of started this reality show as a cultural phenomenon. The Washington Post has this excellent infographic about reality shows where it has split them into various subgenres. And so I'm going to go through some of the subgenres for you and list the most popular of those genres. So, okay. In uh, the first one is competing for prizes. And the top shows in that. Uh, field includes Survivor, Big Brother, and Amazing Race. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have Dating and Love, and they highlight The Bachelor and Temptation Island. Mm-hmm. Talent shows like American Idol, Project Runway, and America's Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. Family shows like The Osbournes, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and Duck Dynasty. Do you remember Duck Dynasty? Oh, uh. my gosh. And then my favorite of all of their subgenres is Ridiculous People, which includes the shows <laughs> The Simple Life, Any yeah. of the Real Housewives, uh-huh. Laguna Beach, and Jersey Shore. Yeah. That yes. is amazing. It is amazing. So there is some research out there that does say that uh, reality TV really does start to impact our view of the world. And uh, especially for young people that they they view reality TV in a way that actually um, they start to copy some of the behaviors that they see, which mm-hmm. is not good. And right. that there is kind of this push to be reality show famous right. in mm-hmm. our culture, which is mm-hmm. it, it ain't great. No, it is not. 
But mostly people enjoy reality TV because it is escapist at its best. Like you can escape your real life and all the issues that you might have while you watch people do ridiculous things on your television. And so we are no strangers to reality TV. We just did uh, our daily or not daily weekly recap of the mass singer so we know a lot about reality television so i feel good about our garbage and gold choices i think okay so Lindsay, Mm -hmm. thank you for the wonderful research you did amazing good setup for us Uh, thank you thank you what is the most garbage of reality tv shows that you have defined for us this is actually quite difficult because okay. I think a lot of them are garbage for a lot of reasons. Correct. Um, I, <laughs> so I do think that American Idol is garbage and partly because I think American Idol like created kind of that talent show thing. Um, but like American Idol, you got canceled for a reason. Right. Like stop coming back. Stop yeah. coming back with new judges. Like just, just let Ryan Seacrest have only eight jobs instead of nine. Like, just just leave him off our television for an yes. hour. Can, just, um, can we have a break? Yeah, please. Um, and then the show that was going to be my garbage, and I did all the research and then realized it doesn't fit our our oh. parameters, was Temptation Island. Oh, why which wouldn't it I fit? T- because it's not a competition. Uh, so on oh. Temptation Island, it's it's four couples and they get split up. And so the guys go and live on an island with like 12 girls, oh. like super pretty girls. And yeah. the women go and live on an island with 12 super attractive men. Yeah. And then the goal at the end is just to see who cheated on each other. My number one garbage reality show that specializes in competition Mm-hmm is Big Brother. Ooh, okay. Big Brother is based on a Dutch television show. It uh, launched in July of 2000 and was very successful at the start, though it is a ratings and critical, or though ratings and critical reaction continue to grow negative. Right. Um, the series follows a diverse group of contestants known as house guests who are living together in a custom built house under constant surveillance. Mm-hmm. The house guests are completely isolated from the outside world and can have no communication outside of anyone in the house. They are competing for a $500,000 grand prize with weekly competitions and evictions determining who will win the show. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the first season was really not great and it has since changed its format a little bit. So it becomes okay. much more about competitions. Okay. And so what they're trying to do each week is they're competing to try to become the head of household. Right. If you become the head of household, uh, you get certain luxuries, like you get your own room, um, you get laundry service, um, but you also then nominate two house guests for eviction. And then the rest of the house guests have to vote on who gets evicted. So the head of household, house, a hold is really like a very powerful role because yeah. if you really hate someone, you could put them up for eviction and then you could spend the rest of your time trying to make people vote for them. Mm-hmm. So you can also watch Big Brother 24 seven. Like you Ew. can watch the feed Ew. online. So while oh, it's I like one or two times a week, it's on TV with Julie Chen you can also like tune in on a website and watch the feed constantly. That is terrifying and I hate it. Yes. I it hate is, it is terrifying. 
You should hate it. <laughs> yes. Thank you for validating both of my feelings <laughs> <welcome>. about it. <laughs> so really, Big Brother, the reason it is my garbage is it is really everything that is terrible about reality shows. And it feels like it was kind of the first one to take us to mm. super negative, right. awful land. Right. So, right, um, right. Because it's such an odd mix of contestants, you can tell really early on the producers are manipulating them. And so they're putting people together who do not see eye to eye and just like waiting for like chaos to ensue. Um, And it's just always very like, it just feels very, very manipulative and calculating. Mm -hmm. Always. Right. Um, It's very backstabby and very... Because I think that's ultimately what the point of Big Brother is, as I understand it, is you're, like, essentially manipulating everybody around you to win. Mm -hmm. And that feels icky. Like, it's not even a talent. I mean, unless you consider manipulation a talent, which I guess you can. But it just seems like, I don't know, it just seems icky and exploitive. And I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. And it feels like when it first came out, like, the first few seasons, there was a, like, diverse group of ages. And now it just seems like it is, like, young people you know, who are just awful people. Yeah. Sorry, Big Brother contestants, but you're awful. Yeah. Um, the other reason why is Big Brother is really trashy. Yeah. Like, because they have cameras everywhere, they don't have any privacy. And so they, like, love to catch people hooking up yeah. in these, like, large bedrooms that everyone sleeps in. So um, it's just trashy. Yeah. It's just like, oh, gross. Like, you can guarantee you will get screen time if you're hooking up with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And the longer it goes, and this goes back to the the manipulation point, like the longer Big Brother is on TV, the more contestants are savvy to how you win. And so they become much more manipulative. And like they like Big Brother really coined phrases like bromance, but also showmance where like these guys would come in and purposely like like lead a girl on and make her think that they were interested in her. And it was all just manipulation so that they could get their vote and not be evicted from the house. And like, that is a tactic that they use to win. And it's like, that is not cool. Like, it's just gross and awful. And it's like the worst of all the people Mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. Just feels really exploitive. It is super exploitive. And it's also like a narcissist's dream, which also like, it doesn't feel great that we're, you know, encouraging that sort of behavior either. So, yeah, mm, not great. Yeah. Yeah. And like half the cast is a narcissist. Always. Right. I mean, they have so, to be. Yeah. And the other half gets taken advantage yeah. of. And that's gross to see it. And yeah. Because yeah. you know who would do really well is a sociopath. And I don't know that I want to watch something where a sociopath is going to do super great. <laughs> yeah. I don't love that. No, I agree. Not no. a big fan. It's a good garbage. No, no. Thank you. Yeah. 22 seasons of trash. Oh. So, Lisa, that yeah. is my garbage. Yep. What is your garbage reality show? Yeah. So, uh, again, I haven't watched a ton of garbage or a ton of reality TV shows. I will say I and it was not one that you listed. So I don't know if it even qualifies or not. It's honorable mention. So it doesn't really matter. But I kind of go back and forth on Shark Tank of how I feel about Shark Tank, Mm. because sometimes I feel like, oh, man, this is really cool. This is really down to earth. And other times I'm like, nope, this was totally fake. And I hate everything. So it just kind of depends on Shark Tank of how I'm feeling. But anyway, that's one that is one that I've seen quite a bit of and can kind of get behind it. But anyway, my garbage (sighs) reality TV show is The Apprentice. 
I would like it to be known I am objectively talking about the show and not the host. This is not going to be a political tirade, I promise. I'm talking about the Apprentice reality television program. (laughs) We shall see. (laughs) I will do my very best. Okay, so (laughs) The Apprentice was created and started 15 seasons in January 2004. Four. It judges the business skills of a group of contestants. So it was created by Mark Burnett and is billed as the ultimate job interview. They compete with one with one another over the course of a season, usually with one person being eliminated each episode. And each season begins with a new group of contestants trying to win a place in one of the organizations run by the host. The contestants, who they refer to as candidates, have come from like a lot of different business backgrounds and enterprises like real estate, accounting, restaurant management, whatever. Okay, so they're divided into two teams, which are corporations with one person from each team volunteering as the project manager. And then they do different like tasks and challenges or whatever. All right. So then one team is selected as the winner based on objective measures and subjective opinions of the host and the host's advisors. The losing team has to say why they lost and who contributed the least. Then the least creative catchphrase of all time was born with you're fired to eliminate Mm -hmm. one or more of the contestants. So seven of the show's seasons featured aspiring but otherwise unknown business persons who would vie for the show's prize, a one-year $250,000 starting contract to promote one of Donald Trump's properties. So in the final boardroom meeting, the final task, the host hires one of the two candidates to become his apprentice, winning the show's prize of a one-year $250,000 starting contract to manage a business project. So there's a lot of reasons why it's garbage. So, so many reasons, but I have whittled it down a little bit. Okay. First of all, the entire premise of this show is a lie because they do not become an apprentice. They become a promoter. So you do not become an apprentice for the business person or the host because it was hosted by Donald Trump. Uh, I know Arnold Schwarzenegger did the Celebrity Apprentice. So there's been several hosts, but you don't you don't become an apprentice. You become a promoter for them, basically. So also, like, the name is misleading and that's stupid. They're already successful people. So why are why? Why are you always successful? Well, no, but they have that they're business people that have like the potential to do a lot better than what's happening here. Lisa, I have potential to do a lot better than (laughs) what's happening here. And I would still compete for $250,000 and a job Uh, for a year. Yeah, I guess it's a one year contract. So, I mean, that's nice. There's a guaranteed thing. But anyway, and the tagline like you're fired is so it's yeah. so dumb it's so dumb because you you weren't hired in the first place so you cannot fire yeah. someone who has not been hired also i don't <sighs> trying to trademark that just makes my brain hurt and um <laughs> okay so here are the first 3 seasons winners of the apprentice mm-hmm. okay this mm-hmm. the, the, these are the types of of people that have come out of this show great season 1 Bill Rancic. Remember him? No, probably not. He's best known for being... I do remember him, and I love him. Don't. Stop it. You, you, I won't stop. Bill's actually a nice guy. Fine. He's a nice guy. Good for him. He's best known for being married to Juliana from the E! Network. That's that's how I know him. So? Yeah. But he also... also a successful businessman. She had to quit working for E! because he was so successful in Chicago (laughs) that she wanted to be with him. So she quit so she could be with her family. Was he successful and, because of The Apprentice? Um, Probably, yes. No. 
he didn't he did not even end up managing a property anyway you can't prove that he didn't become successful because of the apprentice he would get notoriety from it he did not actually fulfill the goal of oh i'm gonna get an apprentice would be someone who works underneath someone to take their job one day yeah but you've already said that that is not actually what happens correct that's not the premise of the show that is what the show is called and the show is a lie which is why it's problematic but you can't blame bill for not being an apprentice when the show says it's an apprentice but it's not you can't blame him he just wanted the money and the job and then he got the money and the job and now he's very successful season two kelly purdue he was 37 he was the oldest one that ever won and he promoted trump place in manhattan and he was the executive vp for (laughs) for trump's brand of bottled water which is I mean, everybody knows that already. It's Trump ice. I mean, I have a bottle of Mm -hmm. Trump ice on my desk right now, always, because Trump ice is the most readily accessible water on the planet. So it was super successful. And obviously, Kelly Perdue did a great job. All right. Season three, and this is the last one I'll talk about because I'm getting angry, is Kendra Todd. She was the youngest, uh, 26. And this was the last year of successful Nielsen ratings for the show, actually, was season three, even though it went on for 14 seasons. She flipped one of, this is the project that she got when she became, quote, The Apprentice. She flipped an oceanfront property of Trump's in Palm Beach, Florida. That. That is her success. Here's the deal. You give me an oceanfront property and an endless budget. I bet I I bet I could flip it. I bet I could do just fine. I could flip it. I could. I could. I could. Yeah. I can use yeah. a Google. I know what. I, I can do that. Right. Yeah. You just hire a good contractor and then drink. Yeah. Like cocktails on the beach. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. So again, mm-hmm. a- another reason why it sucks is like, I don't want to watch a show about business people. Like, how is that enjoyable? How is how is mm. any of this enjoyable? It's not like, again, with Shark Tank, it's like, oh, they're an entrepreneur trying to get their product out. That's cool because there's a lot of competition. I get it. Okay. Or like the great food truck race. Like, again, it's a business type thing, but it's a it's a niche that I'm like, okay, this is interesting to me. I could not care less about watching a group of people that are already in business put on like a fundraiser. I I'm watching people do a job. I don't want to watch that. That is the worst. One of the one of the nice things about The Apprentice is unlike some other reality shows, they don't seem to dive as much into personal lives and they don't have as much that like sitting around time. That is because fair. sitting around time is dangerous. Yes. Yeah, it's definitely it's really more a life focused. Lesson. It is more yes. <laughs> idle hands and all that. Yeah, it is definitely yeah. more focused on a thing. But I also yes. feel like because it's an elimination style show, which is what we're what we're here for. But it's I mean, some of it's objective and some of it's just based on opinion. So then it's like, and, right. I don't know. I don't I don't love that either. because It doesn't feel fair. And that feels weird. And I just yeah, do not. And you can't tell me that 37 being the oldest winner that there wasn't some uh, bias around age and appearance. On you know the who show. won season four was an African American man. So we have a white man, then we have an old white man, a young white woman, and then an African American man. Yeah, because I mean, I guess they couldn't have a white dude win every season because that would be, you know, a little too obvious. So yeah, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. It's not great. It's not. It's not as bad as Big Brother, but it's not great. I feel like it's it's almost the opposite end of Big Brother of it being like so structured and so project oriented. But again, it's like things that I do not care about. Like it's right. I'll talk about this more with my gold because I have some honorable mentions there. But it's like 
again, the like a food truck competition style show. Like, that's interesting to me because I'm like, oh, cool, food trucks. Like, I don't have a food truck. I'm interested. Like, this is something different than what I'm used to. Like, yeah, I've managed a, a project. I've done a group project and it gives me so much anxiety. I can hardly <laughs> stand it. I'm not going to watch these people do it. Right. right yes. No. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at with that. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. very funny. Okay, I got to transition out because now I'm getting angry again. I can feel my blood pressure rising. <laughs> Lindsay, what is the best? What is your gold mm. reality TV show? Um, so I have a couple honorable mentions. And honestly, one of them would have been my gold if I would have thought about it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> time. But I didn't. Um, so my first honorable mention is Project Runway. Yeah, um, that's on mine too. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that would have been my gold had I thought about it in time as a competition reality show is America's Next Top Model. Because, oh, yeah, I have that oh, on my list too. Oh, man. <laughs> the makeover episodes when the girls oh get made over. God. And they're trying to act like they're fine with it when they're not. And Tyra's and they're totally like, not fine with it. Oh my god! And Tyra it like makes comes look in so and like unique, and they're trying not to cry now that they've had all their hair chopped off and dyed yeah. white. Oh my god! Yes, and I like love and Tam. like the confessionals when they're like, I just really like I love my hair, and I'm just such a big fan of my hair. I'm like, well, that's getting cut off. Yeah, like, Tyra is you over just it. yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you should have been like, I hate my hair. Please change it because that's yeah. the, always the girl who doesn't have anything done to her hair. But my actual gold <laughs> reality show is. The Amazing Race. Ooh. So okay. The Amazing Race debuted in 2001. It is a reality show where teams of two different, of two people race around the world in competition with other teams. Usually they start with like 11 teams. Mm-hmm. So contestants strive to arrive first at pit stops at the end of each leg of the race to win prizes and to avoid coming last. Cause if you come last, there's a very real possibility that you are eliminated from the show. Right. And then the teams are progressively eliminated because like sometimes in those challenge things that you have to do like you can super screw up so like you could be first and then you could hit a challenge that you just can't complete and you will watch the other teams just just go right by you so each leg of the race consists of teams leaving from a previous pit stop and traveling to a different location where they perform two or maybe even more tasks generally including one detour and one roadblock before being given instructions to get to the next pit stop so you want to complete that leg as quickly as possible the first team who checks in wins a prize and to check in you have to find the sign with the mat and you have to like mm-hmm. run up and be on it. And then the host says, you know, you yeah. are whatever to arrive. And yeah. then there's usually a person from that country or at least someone who is apparently from that country mm-hmm. who welcomes you, mm-hmm. uh, when you, when you check in with Phil. Why is this reality show the best of reality shows? Really the big first one, like the elephant in the room is it's the best scenery. And like you can yeah. learn a ton about the world by watching the amazing race and not Absolutely. like enough that you're like, Oh, I can travel to Thailand because I saw they went to Thailand on amazing race, but you start to get a sense of the place, um, and the culture uh, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just something super cool about being like, Hey, you've got to figure out a way to get 
to hear like Absolutely. good luck and it might just be because like that's my favorite thing in the world to do but i was like, gonna say competition something... and travel combined is like yeah, absolutely I, I'm, your dreams i'm yeah. really loving it but <laughs> even like even the host phil he is like a known adventurer and so there's just this huge sense of adventure as you're yep. like going out trying to figure all of this stuff out another reason is it is legit stressful it's stressful yeah! for them but it's yeah. stressful to yeah, watch yeah. too yeah, yeah. because you're watching teams like watch other teams and like mm-hmm. You are feeling that same stress mm-hmm. and you get, you get like invested in them because yeah. they don't have a ton of confessionals. They, you don't learn a ton about their personal life, but you start watching the teams and how they relate to each other. And a lot of times it's like a, a couple or siblings or a father daughter or, you know, mother son or something like really mm-hmm. good friends. So it's these people who genuinely already care about each other. Yeah. who are trying to do something together. Yeah. And I just think there's something really like amazing in that. It's also a great mix of experiences and challenges. So like they are learning more about the culture. They are experiencing the culture. It's not just like a figure out this Plinko game. Like there's something more to it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people, this is really the last reason, but I think there's a ton more, but the people who are competing on it don't really, because there's no like next step, yeah. they're not on it for stardom. They're not on it to try to become famous or popular. They are really on it because they're like, hey, this is a great adventure that I want to be a part of and I want to share it with with yes, somebody. And so, so wholesome. Yeah. It's so wholesome. Yes. Are all good ones. Thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And you can find out uh, who is patient when taxi drivers are driving slow. Because, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. every episode is the yes. whole like the taxi driver is driving slow and the other team just passed us. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. And that's me. Like, my, as soon as you started talking about that, like, my knee started to bounce in uh, <laughs> like impatience. It's like, okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> So that is my gold. Amazing yeah. race. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Lisa. Yeah. I would love for you <laughs> to share <laughs> your gold. Yeah. With the world. Yeah. Lindsay already your knows gold. it because um, last week when we said we're going to do this, I was like, oh, I already know my gold. Obviously, it's this. And <laughs> she like lost it. And I was like, well, listen, it is my gold. So I have an uh, honorable mention. Uh, Project Runway also mm-hmm. loved that show because you have so many different <laughs> aesthetics and designs and stuff like that. And I feel like on the whole, Project Runway wasn't super backbitey, like you said. And I, yeah. I like that about that. And also Tim Gunn is a legend and I love him. So. America's Next Top Model, also on my list. And then finally, The Great British Bake Off is on my list. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That totally would have counted. Oh, mm-hmm. that would have been my gold. I know. Oh, I'm, I'm surprised so you didn't now. when you were like, oh, I, if I thought about it before, I was like, oh, she's going to say GBBO. But anyway, oh. imagine if I had changed from what my gold was to that. I think you maybe would have quit the podcast. <laughs> I totally would have. <laughs> because my actual gold, everybody, is Okay, the- people, if you are standing up right now, <laughs> you need to sit down. If you're on a treadmill, just take a step <laughs> off for a second because because I care about you and your safety. <laughs> Lisa, what's your gold? My gold reality TV show is Flavor of Love. <laughs> okay, let's just take a minute. <laughs> your gold reality TV show. Yes. Is when Flavor Flav yes. was trying to find love yes. on a TV show yes. on, I believe, VH1. Correct. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's just let that sink in for a minute. <laughs> That's your gold. Yes. There is, like, as I told you, as soon as we were like reality TV, I was like, 
<laughs> Which flavor of love? Duh. Like, <laughs> okay. obviously. Lisa, maybe explain a bit more about flavor of love and why sure. Earth sure, sure, it's sure. your gold. It's an American reality TV dating game show starring mm-hmm. Flavor Flav of Public Enemy. And yep. um, it's so good. The show is part of VH1's celeb reality lineup. And the format is similar to that of The Bachelor. So there's 20 different ladies, and they are competing for Flava Flav's heart. And they live together in a big mansion in Encino, California. And he is helped in his quest to find love by his chauffeur named Big Rick. He's also assisted his mom, I think, is the first, uh, is in the first season. And then also a former girlfriend is there also <laughs> to help him find love. <laughs> Okay. All right. So how the show works, how it works is each in each show, because there's a couple seasons, because, you know, finding love is not easy, even for Flavor Flav. So in the first in the first episode, each contestant is given a nickname by Flav and is referred to by that nickname for as long as she remains in the competition. So he says he can remember nicknames better than real names, which is why he does this. Okay. He's a prince. He's a prince. You know, know, I think that he probably, as a public enemy, I think he probably partied pretty hard. And I don't know that all of his brain cells are working like they used to anymore. So I'm just making some guesses here. (laughs) So there's a, instead of giving a rose, there's a clock ceremony. Because he wears a clock around his neck. So so he gives them a clock. If they are not eliminated, they get a gold clock with their picture and their nickname behind the hands of the clock. When they're eliminated, her real name is revealed, followed by a champagne toast. Okay. And then the, the season finale takes place in a tropical destination where he has two women. Um, and then they spend a couple days at a resort, whatever. And then he decides who he is going to select to be his romance forever. So... <laughs> I just thought I thought that you, after the start you'd had, really cared about winning, and I'm just sitting here <laughs> watching you do this, going, "Okay, I don't think she does." Okay, Flavor of Love is an amazing reality TV show, and here is why: because it knows what it is. It is trash, and it is no, 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 self-aware nope. that it is trash, and I love that about reality TV because reality TV is escapism as you have said before, and it's just funny. It's ridiculous. It's silly. I'm not super emotionally invested in anybody because nobody there is emotionally invested. Everybody knows what they're there for. Everybody is there to be a little bit ridiculous and a little bit stupid and to get paid. With any of these dating reality things, the, the percentage of how often they work out is so, 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 so low, so low across the board, not just for Flavor of Love and other celeb reality TV shows like Rock of Love or whatever, <laughs> but even like The Bachelor, Bachelorette, like, because, you know, you can't really get to know someone in a dating competition super great. Right. So, I mean, that's what that is. <laughs> I was reading about it today and it made me so happy. First of all, we all know about season one with New York. Her real name is Tiffany Pollard. She would go by New York because that's where she's from, I guess, and that's what Flav wanted her to be named. Okay, and she... I think you are giving Flav way too much credit to think that any of those nicknames had anything to do with anything. I'm sure she was from Jersey. You can't even tell me she isn't. She's from Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, um, but she was like top tier ridiculous there's still memes mm-hmm. about her to this day like she it was top tier ridiculous that's one of the reasons why it's gold but i did okay so she was runner-up season one which was very sad 
Uh, season yes, one winner. It was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking for I her, especially. I thought they had a real connection. <clears throat> yeah, she did too. She did too. Um, God, I'm like seeing it in my mind. She gets in the limo and she's like drinking the champagne and trying to act like she's fine for like 15 seconds. She's like, no! And she's all mad. Anyway, okay. So Flav did not end up with Hoops, who had won season one. And then. That's season- because Hoops was too good for him. She was too good for him. We all knew that. We all yeah. knew that. If Hoops yeah, could have gotten was- out of that situation, she would have. She absolutely yeah. would have would have pieced. So New York did not win season one. I did not realize, but she came back on season two. She got okay. runner up again, Lindsay. <laughs> Can you imagine what that did to her psyche? Like it had to splinter into like seven person, like a Deathly Hollows situation. It just like splintered her soul into seven different pieces. <laughs> Not to, to get be runner up, record, but I twice. think you're giving her too much credit to have had a psyche. <laughs> I, I can't believe you. Can't you? Okay, so then finally, Tresha was the winner of the third season. Now that is, her name was Thing 2 in the show because they were twins. So there was Thing 1 and Thing 2. So apparently that was easier oh. for Flav to remember than Tresha. Okay. She was dumped on the reunion show. When Flav decided to reunite with Liz, the mother of his son, Karma. <laughs> so he does three seasons of a dating show and then just gets back with his baby mama. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> I think what is hard about Flavor of Love, and there's a lot of things, because <laughs> because while you you might be correct in the show knows what it is. Oh yes. Flavor Flav does not know what it is. And Flavor so to Flav see does this, not know what year it is, I think, a right. lot of the time. And uh-huh. I think that's that is the thing is to watch him like who was so cool and yeah. so like to mm-hmm. watch him be kind of this like old creepy man <laughs> in this house of like young women who is quite who is like Ozzy Osbourne level out of it. And you're like, oh, this is not, this isn't good. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to look up real quick how old he was in Flavor of Love. Because I don't know if he was that old or if he just looked weathered from a hard life. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, of being in public might enemy, be Rock know? of Eight. What is it? Rock of Love? Rock that was Brett Michaels. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, he's 16 now, and this would have been 15 years ago? So he would have been four in his 40s. So, uh, Yeah, but dating 20-year-olds. Were they? Okay, yeah, that's not great. It's not It's not a good look, Flake. It's not a good look. <laughs> it's not. But man, that show was so fun. It was so ridiculous. And everybody remembers Flavor of Love from, from that time frame. Also, I don't think fall- everyone remembers Flavor of Love. Oh, I think so. <laughs> I love Flavor of Love of so all of the options. Much. All of the options. This is this is where we're at. Yeah. I love it. You, Unabashedly you can, you can. with my whole heart. It's very nostalgia based. I understand that. I don't Is this what an aneurysm feels like? I'm not sure. Just not sure what happened here. Yep. I'm not sure why I worked so hard to try to pick my choices and like go back and forth because A, I should have gone with Great British Bake Off and B... <laughs> I just think now if I'd gone with GBBO, how angry he would be for a totally oh gosh, different reason. I would be so mad. <laughs> like, really, you can't win on this one <laughs> when it comes to how I feel about you. <sighs> yeah. 
yeah, is this why I don't win? Yeah, absolutely it is. <laughs> but is this me being true to myself? Also, yes. <laughs> All right, Lindsay, hit us with the recap and tell our listeners how they can vote. You can go and vote for our garbage choices. My garbage choice of Big Brother and Lisa's garbage choice of... Don't make me remember. (laughs) Lisa's garbage choice of The Apprentice. Using the hashtags Lindsay Garbage or Lisa Garbage. And you can vote for our gold choices. My gold choice of The Amazing Race and The Great British Bake Off. (laughs) And Lisa's gold choice of flavor of love mm-hmm. using the hashtags Lindsay Gold or Lisa Gold on our Instagram and Twitter accounts at Garbage Gold Pod. Yes, please do that because we love to hear what you guys think and we love chatting with you about your choices. Get up on our feeds, tell us your feels. I know there's going to be people that are like, I can't believe you didn't pick Survivor. Well, fine. Tell us about it. I won't pretend like we read it. So that's great. You can tell yeah. us all about your feelings about Survivor. Well, especially because if we were going to pick Survivor, would it be gold or would it be garbage? You know what? It was honorable mention for my garbage. Yeah, mine too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and for all of you who like to write shame on us, we feel no shame. <laughs> Clearly, I went with Flavor of Love. I am immune to shame. (laughs) We will share the poll results, which might be interesting next week. Who knows? Maybe this is a Flavor of Love kind of community. (laughs) If Flavor of Love beats the Amazing Race, I will ascend directly to heaven. (laughs) I will just leave this plane of existence. Just I'm sorry, Phil, the host of Amazing Race, but if you'd like to talk to Eddie Vedder and Dave Grohl and Kurt Cobain, the ghost of Kurt Cobain, the ghost of Kurt Cobain, it happens and we just need to move past it. it. Correct. Correct. So we will share the poll results and our favorite listener comments on our next episode. If you haven't already done so, if you could head on over to iTunes or wherever it is you listen to us every week and give us a rate, review, and subscribe, we would really appreciate that. And if you want more of us, like extended uh, director's cuts of our episodes and our coverage of The Masked Singer and bonus episodes and all that good stuff, uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash garbagegoldpod for a mere $2 or $5 a month. You can get more of us. That is correct. And when you are done listening to all of that amazing content, you should tell your friends about us because who doesn't love a friendly podcast recommendation? So join us next week when we deliberate the garbage and gold of Brat Pack movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Hello, so, 80s. Yeah. So thank you to the All Bros for the idea on Twitter. Um, also, Spencer Stapleton had a similar idea. And Dice Sarah was super into it, too. So heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys, for telling us what you want to here on Twitter. We hear you and we're giving it to you. So you're welcome. I think I think that's all the things. I'm yeah, sweating I, from getting so passionate. Okay. Ooh, don't. Okay. Uh, I can't believe you picked Flavor of Love. <laughs> we have to sign off on the episode first. <laughs> I don't know if I can. <laughs> all right. Thanks for we listening, guys. We will see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.